Hi guys, hope everyone is well and welcome to episode 5 of the Improvement Podcast. Uh, this episode is going to dive into what actually causes muscle growth. I've done a short post on Instagram just going over the drivers of hypertrophy. In other words, what causes muscle growth. But it's all good known what causes it. But if you don't know how to implement it into your training, into your training program, then there's not much use to it. So this is why I'm making this podcast, to just give a bit more of a long-form, informative podcast on how you can actually implement it into your training. So to start off, I've had a good week myself. Uh, in terms of training, everything's going well, progressing most lifts, so no complaints. Not really got any injuries or niggles, so happy with that. And then not had any problems with my headache. It did uh, flare up on the first exercise when I was training upper, but it seems to come when I do my first movement, when I have a really big uh, like change in heart rate, which is basically what happens when you weight train. So I've been going on the Stairmaster or their treadmill pre-workout, and that seems to help and uh, stop it from flaring up. So I'll continue doing that for the time being. Also, took a break off stimulants. The reason being is uh, it's counterproductive towards making sure my head's fine because stimulants we know uh, can increase your blood pressure and heart rate temporarily therefore I don't think that's going to have the best the best effect on my head to be honest because I feel like when it happens is at the end of the set when your heart rate's high your blood pressure's high that's what makes it flare up so yeah I'm just taking a break from them it's not like they do anything magical or need them they can help and make you no feel tired, maybe improve performance, but again, it's not going to make or break my training, I can handle just fine without them. And if anything, it gives me a tolerance break for them, so it gives me just a bit of a time off for them, just so when I go back on them, I won't need a ton of stimulants, I'll be really sensitive to caffeine and all the other stimulants, so I won't have to take a lot, which is good, and something I advise everyone does. So to start off, the free drivers, that, or in other words, the three things that cause hypertrophy or muscle growth are mechanical tension for one, muscle damage two, and third and final metabolic stress. So I'll dive into mechanical tension first. What it simply is is how much load is placed on a muscle. So this doesn't mean that the more load you lift, the more mechanical tension you'll have. The reason being is your form can dictate how much loads on a muscle. For example, if you do, let's say, a bench press and you're lifting 100 kilos for 10 reps, but then the following week you change your form in order to get more reps and lift more load. And let's say instead of having your elbows somewhat flared eh, and having a just a average grip just a bit wider than shoulder width, you put your grip in a bit and you yeah, tuck your elbows in a bit more and you have a bigger arch and you use leg drive. This doesn't mean you're putting more load on your pec or you're increasing the mechanical tension from your pec. And the reason being is if you change your execution, shorten the range of motion by arching more, this is you changing not only the muscle that load's placed on, but the range of motion. So, yeah, more load doesn't always mean more tension, like I just described. So, if you want to increase mechanical tension, you should ensure your form stays the same and also your eccentric control because they all play a part in that. So, your eccentrics, tempo, execution, reps all play a part in 
uh, your mechanical tension. The reason being is if you drop a weight on your chest, that's not you controlling the load uh, during the movement. This is you just dropping the weight. Therefore, your muscle's not actually working. Whereas if you controlled the weight with the same amount of load, that's an increase in mechanical tension because you're simply yeah putting your muscle under tension simple as that so yeah a good way to think of it is how much like stress is being placed on a muscle like on one bone to the other so for another wee example just so you can wrap your head around the concept is your bicep so if you're uh, using other muscle groups to get the weight up your biceps not got the load on it that it would if you done it strict if that makes sense so if you're putting the load elsewhere this is you decreasing the mechanical tension so this doesn't mean you should try and always chase more load if it means formal slip so keep the form the same keep the execution the same and uh, yeah like i said you can increase the mechanical tension in several ways so not only can you add weight you can just uh, improve your execution to target the muscle group you want to target or perform more reps for the movement and uh, that's why execution should be standardised, so you can know when you're actually improving. And uh, to ensure you're actually targeting the muscle while you're progressing the load. Because if you know your form stayed the exact same and it's optimal for targeting your chest, let's say on the bench press, you put weight on the bar, you then know you're progressing. You know you're progressing the bench press. So... It's just a quite a foolproof way to measure progress, keeping form the exact same because you know you're progressing if nothing else has changed except from the weight on the bar and how much reps you're able to do. Yeah, that's the first one. And uh, how this will influence your decisions in the gym. Since mechanical tension is seen as the main thing that causes muscle growth, you should have a big focus on prioritising how much weight you lift obviously with good form like I said but uh, this means you shouldn't rush a rest periods you should make sure they are extended enough to perform well and prioritize load and uh, yeah you should just try and make sure you're just putting, setting yourself up for success with lifting as much weight possible with good form which means making sure you're resting in between sessions uh, which also means not doing some like stupid stuff before your training session like doing drop sets with push-ups and uh yeah just getting like a massive pump before even lifting any heavy loads don't think it's a good idea you want to prioritize like the big movements the big basics and not let load be taken off from them and then next is muscle damage so muscle damage you shouldn't really seek it in my opinion. It's kind of a byproduct of just training and prioritizing mechanical tension. It will just take place it usually takes place during a eccentric portion of the lift. So as I've covered before, the eccentric portions are weighed down, for example, lowering on the squat, the lowering on the bicep curl, or bringing the bar towards your chest during a bench press. So uh, it also happens a bit more during the lengthened range of things. So what I mean by this is when you're stretching a muscle. For example, when you get to the bottom of a chest, of a bench press, or when you're doing a right like a Romanian deadlift, a stiff leg deadlift, something like that, I feel like you just get much more muscle damage during that phase of the lift. When you're just simply placing load on your muscle in a stretched position, if you've done Romanian deadlifts or that, 
after not doing them for ages, your hamstrings will most likely be in bits and you'll know exactly what I'm on about here. So, yeah, this is where I believe it takes place. And it's expressed through delayed onset muscle soreness. So, if you've ever, like I said, woke up and you're really sore, this is what delayed onset muscle soreness is, uh, otherwise called DOMS. And this is just what happens when you receive muscle damage. So, this is what you'll uh, experience if you've got a lot of muscle damage. Uh, so, like I said, should you seek it? No. Is it okay if you have it? Yes. And you should make sure if you do have it, you don't have it going into your next session. For example, if you're training legs uh, on, let's say, Monday and then you absolute trash them, they're in bits, and then when you go into your next leg session, they're still really sore, should look at maybe how much volume you're doing because you don't want to be going into your next session under-recovered and not in a good place to perform well. Because as I said, what we should focus on is mechanical tension, which is how much weight we can lift. And if the amount of volume we're doing is hindering it massively, then we should be mindful of that. But this doesn't mean we should just do really, really little work uh, in order to make sure we're lifting a lot of weight. There's a good balancing act between it. So although we shouldn't be in absolute bits going into the next session, we shouldn't be absolutely fresh the next day. We should do things. We should experience some sort of like tiredness or soreness in our muscles. And uh, the reason why muscle damage actually contributes to hypertrophy or muscle growth is it triggers muscle protein synthesis. And uh, this is just what uh, takes place to rebuild damaged tissues. And so what basically happens is you train your muscle, it becomes damaged, then muscle protein synthesis occurs, it repairs it, and it grows it after like repairing your muscle. Hence why you grow. And this is a good rationale to control your centrics, so the way down in the gym, just so you experience some muscle damage. Like I did say, mechanical tension, in my opinion, is the most important, and it's seen as the most important in general. But why put our, all our eggs in one basket if we can make a uh, muscle damage occur as well? So we might as well uh, control our centrics, not only for safety, but just to make the movement effective as a whole and cause some muscle damage. Because... I guarantee if you're like doing movements in the gym, instead of just dropping the eccentric, if you control them with like a one or two second eccentric at least, then you'll feel the difference at the end of the set in my opinion. It just feels more effective as a whole and you feel like you've got more out of the set than just dropping the weight to your stomach on like a chest press for example. And the third and final cause of muscle growth is metabolic stress so this is simply when a lot of blood's pulled to your muscles so you've probably experienced this in the gym at some point when you feel like your muscles are a lot tighter you have a pump and it's just when yeah like a lot of blood's pulled to your muscle and what this causes is a restriction of oxygen oxygenated blood to go to your muscle and as a result from this you can't uh, get the oxygen in your muscle to perform more reps so like your muscle basically fatigues and as a result metabolites then build up so an example of a metabolite that you've probably heard of, heard of is lactic acid and uh, this is basically expressed as the burning sensation and the feeling of like a tight muscle a pumped muscle when you get more vascular let's say doing like a high rep set of bicep curls which is a good example so this is when you'll experience this and what this actually causes is a hormonal response that basically helps promote muscle growth. Simple as that. Uh, so yeah, 
this takes place during higher rep sets and not only that it could take place in sets with a slower tempo so you don't just have to do 20 plus rep sets to actually get metabolic stress to occur but if you are controlling your eccentric let's say on a leg extension which is quite a common one if you're like holding it at the top going nice and slow on the way down your duration of the set will increase massively and as a result metabolic stress will occur so how this will actually influence your gym decisions is it will influence it will just give you the rationale behind not just putting all your eggs in one basket with rep ranges it will give you a good reason to do higher rep ranges as well as lower rep ranges so if a non use follow my training closely or don't really understand how I train usually most of the time uh, for most movements I do one low rep set and one high rep set so one that's usually in like the 5 to 9 rep range sometimes 8 to 10 and then the next sets sometimes 10 to 12, sometimes 12 to 15. So the rationale behind this is not only it will give me multiple rep ranges to progress, for example, if I can't progress the 8 to 10 rep range, I can still progress the 12 to 15 rep range, but also it allows a chance to utilise metabolic stress by just doing the higher rep ranges. And uh, I think it's good just for having a like mental change because if you're just doing 8 to 10 like two sets of eight to ten it will get a bit more boring and unconsciously what i find is on your first set you'll hold yourself back a wee bit to try and perform well on your second set because you know it like obviously your performance drops off if you do like a few sets and you want to maintain your performance so what i found is like on a few exercises like uh, split squats i do just two times eight to ten sets so two eight to ten sets and as a result, I feel myself holding myself back a wee bit on my first set just because I know I've got another set in the same rep range and I want to hold my performance. So I think that's another big, big, uh, big just benefit of having the different rep ranges is you don't think, oh no, I don't want to ruin my performance in the second set. You don't really think about it because you know it's a different rep range, you're using a different weight, so you're not emotionally attached to making sure you're performing well in the second set and holding yourself back in the third. So uh, as for all these uh, types of, uh, all the causes of hypertrophy, what you want to do with all of them is try and apply progressive overload. So it's not like you have to focus on purely increasing progressive overload during metabolic stress work. So what you just should try and do every time you step in the gym is increase the stress placed on your body so you'll all three of these factors if you're trying to get stronger or do more reps you'll unconsciously uh, improve the stress on all three of the factors so what this will mean is you can just improve by doing more reps handling more load having better form or having less rest the list goes on and the ways you can increase the stress on your body but what you should do every time you step in the gym is try and increase one of the stresses and uh, the reason being is progressive overload is essential if you want to grow and if you want to change your physique if you go to the gym and you just do the same thing every time you step in the gym if you lift the same weight your body's got no reason to respond your body's got no reason to grow and get bigger and adapt to the stress placed upon it because you're not increasing the stress so every time you step in the gym try and do something you've not been able to do before in the 6 to 35 rep range of course
And uh, me personally, I'd mainly focus on load. So this doesn't mean do like sets of like two to three, but when you do get stronger, I wouldn't just focus on doing more reps and more reps infinitely because there comes a point where, like I said, if you do like above 35 reps or close to 35 reps, it's not always optimal for your performance. For example, if you're trying to do like a squat for like 30 reps, you're just going to be absolute knackered uh, cardiovascular wise, so your muscle might not like fully fatigue, but you might be just knackered cardiovascular wise, like I said, so this could mean your muscles not actually failing, your, yeah, your lungs are just failing, so there's a time and a place to do high rep sets, but I'd mainly focus on road, on load, like I said, I'd do it in a, like, 5 to 9 rep range most of the time in 10 to 12, and then once I re reach the top of the rep range, then I increase the load, so that's what I'd mainly focus on doing, and I think there's a lot of benefit in that, a bigger muscle at the end of the day, is a stronger muscle, your muscle can only get, sorry I said that the other way around, a stronger muscle is a bigger muscle, so your muscle can only get go so strong if you train it in the rep range for muscle growth before it has to grow, so just keep focusing on trying to increase the stress in that rep range that causes muscle growth, if it's more reps, better form, more weight, and your muscle will grow at the end of it, so if anyone wants me to answer any more questions regarding these topics or has any other topics in mind you'd like me to discuss, feel free to just hit me up on Instagram or whatever other platforms if you follow me on them. And I'll be more than happy to uh, take into consideration your topics or answer any questions. And uh, thank you very much for listening and for anyone who's managed to share the podcast and support me on it and even drop me a listen. I appreciate it massively and hope you're enjoying it. Cheers.